What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Vilea, bringing you a new episode of My Fiery Diary, Self-Empowerment. I do always want to give the disclaimer that I am just sharing from my personal experiences and drawing from my personal knowledge bank. I didn't go to school or take any classes to be a licensed therapist or counselor or life coach in any form, shape, or fashion. This is just me following my life purpose and my soul mission. So I do encourage you, if you find yourself dealing with any of these issues, um, to listen to the information that I provide in the Hood Doctor episodes, but also reach out to somebody that you love and trust that you can talk to. Self-empowerment is important. There are those that walk around and they never get to that self-empowerment. And so they live a life feeling defeated. I wanted to get into the actual storyline of my self-empowerment. Because I noticed the transformation that was able to come when I took the responsibility for of my healing off of someone else's shoulders and placed it on my own when I decided to bear my own weight of trauma and pain and digest and 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 dissect all that I had been through. See initially I knew I needed healing. I knew that things weren't right. I knew I was way too fucking depressed and way too fucking anxious. And I knew that fear had me paralyzed in a lot of ways. But indoctrination will teach us that you run to God if you're scared, if you're wounded, if you need healing. You run to Jesus. If you're in America, the Western world, that's the indoctrination that we receive. Especially if you're in poverty. Now, going down that road led me to a path where I could find my own self-empowerment. But it wouldn't be after, until after years of me actually chasing that healing from a healer outside of me. If you listen to my last episode, then you're able to hear, you know, the state of mind that I'm in now currently. But I didn't go into too much detail about how I was feeling and and what I was experiencing in the time that I spent in church and then in the time that I was rejected from church and then in the time where I had to go through that dark night of the soul. So I wanted to dive into that. I wanted to unpack that with you guys and girls. But I just wanted to unpack that with y'all. And I wanted to 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 dive into that so that you can see the levels and the depths that people are having to maintain themselves in. I was already a, depre- a depressed kid. I was anxious. I was suffering from PTSD. I... 
was dealing with some bipolar tendencies and um, manic, manic episodes when I was triggered. This was already as I was dealing with my life on my own. But when I went to church, it kind of amplified that. And I want to say that it's because my own soul was trying to lead me down a path where I would be able to discover that self-empowerment that I was looking for. And there are there are those people that can go to church and, you know, be influenced in a way that they could change their lives forever and they never have to, you know... And go to go through the things that I went through, but I believe that those are the people that already have a foundation of love that they can pull from should they ever feel neglected or rejected by the church. But if you are dealing with someone who was like me, already depressed, already empty, never having been filled with love, never having actually felt unconditional love. Someone who had been conditioned and influenced to hate themselves, filled with insecurities, filled with sensitivities that I had no idea how to handle or self-manage. So many emotions, so many wounds. To go into a church and then being being able to, to act and to be like a chameleon and and blend in and do the things that they wanted me to do and and say the things that they wanted me to say. I was able to do that because I was used to already having to put on masks to pretend that I was somebody that other than who I really was. From a young age, I had already been taught to believe that who I truly was was something that I had to be ashamed of, that I had to hide, that I had to to be be very cautious with to make sure who I shared those parts of me were people that I could do that with. Not that I trusted or that they loved, but a comfortableness would come over me to where I was able to share those real parts of me. But everyone else pretty much got a mask of things that I aspired to be. Um, of things that I had been influenced to be and and doing and going to church and looking for that healing and wanting to be perfect and wanting to fit in and wanting to be accepted, I was able to put on that mask and I was able to do what they asked me to do and say what they wanted me to say and and I did see real change going on a, around me, but inside me everything felt the same. And I was still crying myself to sleep. I was still praying every day for healing. We would make prayer requests and everyone in the church is praying for new houses and new cars. And here I am homeless without a car, but all I could think to pray for is my healing. It's for the healing of my family. It's for the healing of the people that are like me. And the pastor always looked at me like I was crazy like girl get over that you need to just let it go 
and I just couldn't. And and it was like almost five years into that where I realized, you know, I did see some big changes inside myself, but I did notice that there were a lot that was the same that I couldn't even talk to anyone about because at this point, after five years, everyone's looking at me crazy like, oh, you're still crying over your past, but I never dealt with it. I never faced it. I never got to the root of those tears or that trauma, and it just kept resurfacing. During the time in my church, there was a lot of backsliding. There was a lot of separateness and segregation in regard to who could hang out with me and and who could be my friend. In the beginning, everyone, you know, I was invited to every event. I was invited to everyone's house. I was... I was considered one of their own because I had actually, you know, pretended really well. Like if I was healed and I was ready to do everything they, the Bible asked me to do. And they were really a really Bible-focused church, if I can say that. It wasn't a denomination, but they were all about holiness and obedience. Well, anyways... That shit didn't help me at all. What finally helped me to really empower myself was when I was introduced to the world outside of religion by the way of a friend, and I'll always thank him for that. Um, I can share that story later, but today I want to focus on where that led me because then that led me to opening my mind up beyond the Bible and beyond what society had always deemed right for me. And when I was able to look beyond, when I looked into things like astrology and that led to numerology and then that led to tarot and that led to esoteric sciences and that led to the divine feminine and that led to the divine masculine when I followed those things there was things that the universe placed by me in front of me beside me inside of me ways that I was able to um, acknowledge and accept that I was supported by the other side that Me seeking God was never about me seeking a religion. It was about me seeking connection to the source. And that is what helped me to empower myself by knowing that in this world, I am like him. When we think of Jesus, we think of an archetype, a Christ consciousness. And I know... I really wasn't going to go into my spirituality when it came to this podcast because I do want to deal with people on a basic scientific cognition and behavioral knowledge, if that makes sense. The world can get complicated, and we're not all spiritual, and we're not all going to believe in science, so... I believe I will walk in a duality of both because I can be mental and logical, but I have a lot of emotional energy that allows me to dive deep into different parts of our psyche. And that's, you know, when we deal with consciousness and the subconscious and the the spiritual world and 
It isn't just heaven or hell. It's not that black and white. It's just not. And I could go into that deeper further down the road. But right now, what I want everyone to understand that we were taught to look for healing and to look for a savior outside of ourselves. But until we can acknowledge and accept that we are our own savior, that we are our own healer, that we are our own help, that when we look to the mountains and the hills from which come our help, like we are looking for ourselves. And that's how you get your empowerment. When you recognize the power inside you and your connection to source outside of any middleman. If you're a churchgoer and, and you happen to run across my podcast, don't keep a closed mind. That's my baby Rainy talking in the background. She's a miracle baby. I heard people even saying that I was dealing with infertility because I was evil. And see, there's a lot of stigmas when it comes to Christianity and the Western religion, the way that they gave it to us, the way that they forced it upon us, and and the way that they stole our roots and, and, and told us we were just savages and we never had it. But if we go to Google right now, if we go to these ancient texts, if we go to the pyramids, if we go to these lands that were there that... that that held it sacred we could see that there has always been a timeline of our divinity and there has always been a timeline of our spirituality and the sacredness that of the earth that we cherish so much and we lost that and we lost our connection to source and i think that we're all on our wave right now that we're getting back in tune with that and i did want to bring that up in this podcast with self-empowerment being the main highlight that anybody should be able to take away from this as I'm not trying to turn anyone away from their beliefs but what I honestly encourage each and every one of us to do is to be open-minded to be open-minded in a way that we don't just dismiss something because it's not what we're familiar with until I was able to do that until I was able to recognize my own power and being my own savior and my own healer I wasn't able to empower myself on the inside, and I remained defeated and in a victim mindset. And I want us all to get past that. Now, I'm going to go ahead and upload the episode now. I know I've kept y'all waiting. I want to appreciate all of this love and support that I've been receiving. The universe, my ancestors, my guides, my angels, my whole spiritual team. I just want to thank y'all for every work that you're doing through all of us as we step into our own individuality, as we allow our energy to be its own unique energetic footprint in this consciousness that is setting off like a domino effect and all of the connections that are being met and all of the the words that are being exchanged and all of the healing that is being shown and we are definitely we are definitely overcoming by our testimony so everyone speak up loud and clear and let your messages be heard Because the right people are going to hear them at the right time. And you're going to make a difference. And we're going to make a difference. And together we can make a difference. Peace out. Much love. Till next time. My Fiery Diary.